Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We can think of faith as something that is both inward and outward. Inward faith and outward faith are both good gifts of God. Faith in the heart will lead to faith shown in word and deed. Jesus himself said one chapter before our gospel, he said, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. That light of faith that rests within the hearts of the children of God shines forth through the works that are done before others. And others glorify God because of the works that Christians do. Faith in the heart is shown outwardly. And yet Jesus, in our gospel, now gives us a warning. He says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. In other words, Jesus is saying that good works flow out of faith. The works that Christians do never exist for the purpose of being seen. They must flow out of faith. The word that Jesus uses three times in our gospel today for those who do their works in order to be seen, he calls them hypocrites. They do the things they do in order to be noticed by others. I think we do well to remember that there are indeed hypocrites among us, and indeed, we may even become hypocrites ourselves at times. Where what people see from us might seem good and right and pleasing to God, but it does not match what is in the heart, what lies behind it. Outward shows of faith are never done in order to be seen as righteous. As Jesus makes clear, God the Father sees the heart. He sees what is kept in secret. There's a little bit of a debate that exists among Lutheran pastors about the fact that many of us as Lutherans put ashes on our heads on Ash Wednesday. Because it would seem like that's sort of an outward thing that we put forward before people. Uh, maybe it's a little different because most of us are probably going home right after this, so we're only going to see each other. But it does beg the question, why would you put these ashes upon your head? We say the words, remember, that you are dust. 
and to dust you will return. If it's done in order to show people, look at me, I go to church on Ash Wednesday. Look at what a Christian I am for going and getting these ashes on my head. Look at me. I'll walk around and let people see me this way. That is what the hypocrites do. We put the ashes on our heads prayerfully with the intent that they are a mark of shame. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. We are, quite literally, the walking dead. Consigned to death from the moment we were conceived, because we are descended from the one to whom those words were first spoken. Adam and his wife Eve, remember you are dust. And to dust you shall return. The ashes are a reminder that the wages of sin is death. As St. Paul writes in Romans chapter 6. They are a reminder and should exist as a reminder that we are prone to hypocrisy ourselves. That though there may be an outward appearance that we are righteous, that we are Christian, that we are good people. The inward heart, what's in secret, what God the Father is able to see, shows differently. So this season of Lent and this Ash Wednesday is our call to repentance. And of course, repentance ought to exist in every season of the church year. But we especially sharpen our focus in this Lenten season to remember that we are dust and we will return to dust. That the curse of sin is upon all of us and death is the result. And so, God the Father, by His Word, does something that is secret, does something that no one else can see. He puts his spirit in your heart to turn you toward himself. No one else can see it. It's the secret thing that God does within you. You really can't know, though the outward show of righteousness and works may be in the lives of all those you see around you. Only God sees what is kept secret. Though you are dust, and to dust you will return. We, the children of God, never forget that God uses dust to create. He formed the first man that way, formed Adam from the dust of the ground. Adam, whose name literally means ground or earth. He then put Adam into a sleep and used the rib of Adam to form the perfect mate for Adam, his wife Eve. 
God created out of dust once. And though we are consigned to return to the dust, that is precisely what God creates with. God sees your heart. And the practice that we strive to develop during Lent is the recognition that we need God to do his creating work within us. And indeed, he does. By sending Christ into our flesh to take on the dust of skin and bone and flesh, he, Jesus, offered that self up on the cross, died and then rose again and took up flesh, took up dust once again and made it perfect. So that you and I would be raised. So that our Lent, which begins tonight, would end on Easter. With the joy and promise and certainty of resurrection. And though those around you can't see it because it exists within the heart. You can know that God is faithful to do this work in you. That Christ has died and has risen. That he will and does change your heart. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. We'll sing those words in just a brief moment here. He makes that new heart out of dust, out of you who are destined to death. He has made it destined that you should live again. So that when we give and when we pray and when we fast, I'll just point out here that Jesus talks about those things as though they're foregone conclusions. That we should give, pray, and fast. And all those things should be done as our return to the Lord God in repentance, that he would see them and not others. Lay up for yourselves, Jesus says, not treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. How fitting that this Ash Wednesday, which falls also on Valentine's Day, that Jesus would speak about our hearts. That God, by his Spirit, gives us a treasure to place our hope and our confidence in. Not in the approval of others, not in the appearance given to others, but in secret, in our hearts, that God the Father sees. He has stored up a treasure for us, won by Jesus in his death and resurrection. And so we begin this Lenten season asking God to turn our hearts back to him. Something that he will see. 
a joy that he will place within you. We often think of Lent as the season of doom and gloom and dour faces. and Jesus actually condemned that. He talked about the hypocrites who fast. They disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. When you fast, anoint your head, wash your face. Your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. In this Lenten season, let others see in you. Not someone who is putting on a show or someone who's trying to impress others. But a genuine joy. That Jesus has died for you and risen from the dead for you. May your heart be found there. That though you are dust and to dust you shall return. Jesus has assured that God the Father will remake us one day. And that we shall never, ever return to the dust. When Jesus reigns in glory. Let this Lenten season be one of joy that we know secretly within us. No matter what others may see when they look upon us. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.